talking about uh, research uh, for these neglected diseases is, uh, I think, super important. And uh, every year when the G-Finder report comes out, we get a chance to look at the positive trends and the, the disappointing trends and remind people how important this work is. Uh, only through this work will we uh, beat HIV. In fact, unless we have innovations coming through this pipeline, the population growth, uh, the limitations of our current tools means that HIV will actually go back up uh, and set new records uh, in terms of death costs. So this pipeline is crucial for every one of these diseases, including uh, the big three, tuberculosis, where we need new drugs and a vaccine, HIV, where we need uh, tools of protection, uh, uh, a vaccine, and others, uh, and then malaria, which is a great example of a disease where if we continue to rely on the same tools, the same bed nets, and the same uh, drugs, that uh, the disease evolves around those as it has many times. And so even to stay and have this miraculous progress of a million deaths down to a half million deaths, we've got to drive the innovation pipeline. Uh, the, the total uh, is disappointing. That is, the amount of research on these neglected diseases uh, has not gone up. It's, it's even gone down somewhat. Uh, within that picture, there are a few things that are, are positive. Uh, you know, we're certainly thankful that the European Commission uh, uh, came in in the, the second spot there. Uh, we wish it took four or five hundred million to come into second as opposed to 125 million, but uh, still we appreciate the great relationship we have and the, the catalytic nature of that funding. Uh, we also saw uh, in the Ebola category a fairly quick response, uh, and that uh, pharma stepped up in a big way uh, when they got the call. The commission was able to get IMI money out. Uh, we got engaged in that. Uh, and I think the lesson out of uh, Ebola, where it was all done after the epidemic came along, uh, those le lessons have come together in the creation of CEPI. And uh, so CEPI, I think, is very hopeful that we're going to use new platforms, uh, DNA, RNA-type platforms, and uh, go after some specific pathogens that the scientific committee rated as high risk and not only come up with, say, a MERS or uh, NEPA vaccine, do it on top of those platforms where the promise is that even if an unknown pathogen came along, the chance that we could quickly turn around and manufacture a breakthrough vaccine would be far, far better uh, than we've ever had in the past. So... Uh, you know, the overall picture is not uh, developing uh, as much as we'd like to see it. Uh, our foundation is very committed to the long term. Uh, you know, this is the area uh, that we work in. Uh, you know, 20 years from now, we'll still be working in this area. The only thing that would get us out of this area is if we managed to eradicate these diseases. Uh, and I have to say that's probably a lifetime of work because some of them are, are very, very difficult. In fact... Uh, by having a success with polio, I think that'll energize the field and get us to go really look at, okay, what does it take to do measles and do malaria? Uh, and that means new innovative tools that uh, meet a demanding profile. So I think the transparency of this report uh, is helpful to us. It's a reminder that we should thank 
everybody who contributes, but uh, we need to figure out how to draw in uh, more resources. There's no doubt this field could absorb double the resources in here super, super effectively with very uh, high returns.